So we're going to be talking about Yelp today. That's the whole focus of this podcast. And I want to say right now that everything that I'm going to say during this podcast is my opinion. We're going to talk to other people in this podcast, business owners, that are going to share with you their opinion. And my hope is at the end of this podcast that you can make your own opinion. I don't want to share someone else's thoughts. I want to create my own original thoughts. I want to create my own original solutions. I want to look at situations and come up with my own phrasing, my own words, and do it my way. This is the John Taffer Podcast. Shut it down. Oh, boy. Big change of plans here. Hello, everybody. I'm John Taffer. This is the John Taffer Podcast. Thank you all for listening. And by the way, if you haven't subscribed, do it now, or I'm going to shut you down. And if you'd like to be involved in our podcast, you send me an email to podcast at johntaffer.com. Send me a question, your comments, your ideas. I love to get them. We might even put you on the podcast with me. You never, never know. But, you know, this week is a special podcast for me. When I think about what we've been through the past year and a half with the pandemic, and so many have been been listening to me, and we've been pretty close during this pandemic, and I've been sharing views, and I've been doing forecasting, and those who listen to this podcast know that I was the first one in America to say restaurants were going to go to 50% capacity. I was the first person in America to go on national news services and say restaurants, kitchens were going to look more like operating rooms and people were going to be wearing face masks. And I remember when, when Laura Ingram on Fox News looked at me and said I was crazy for saying that. Right? That would never happen, John. Never happen. Well, who's crazy now? But, you know, I've been in the forefront. And being involved in the restaurant industry during this pandemic, I've seen the suffering firsthand that the industry has gone through. But, you know, the first year of this pandemic... All I talked about was the industry, the industry, the industry, the industry. I talked about how the industry was struggled, but I never really understood how people were impacted until I started season eight of Bar Rescue. And that was the first time that I really saw the impact upon people, because like you, I was isolated during the, the pandemic. I wasn't really talking to too many people. Well, when I started shooting Bar Rescue in the 200th episode that aired, I think two weeks ago, is a great example. This family lost their house. Three days before I got there, four young boys were sleeping on a wooden floor above the restaurant. And this industry has impacted people. Servers have lost their cars. They're carpooling each other. They're living in each other's houses. I mean, people's lives have been destroyed by this. And I was doing a podcast the other day called Yelp Forum or Yelp Townhouse or Yelp Town Town Hall, thank you. And uh, they asked me a question of, you know, what I thought were the challenges to the restaurant industry this year. <laughs> and my answer surprised them because I blamed Yelp as being a parasite. I blamed third-party delivery services as being parasites. And I felt that there were certain digital operators that were parasitic upon the restaurant industry and the bar industry. And at this time in our history, that shame on them. And the fact that a restaurant can't make a living But DoorDash is making 25% of the price on delivery bothers the hell out of me. The fact that a restaurant gets the worst picture they could ever imagine on a Yelp page because they don't pay for a good picture bothers the heck out of me. So I beat up on Yelp a little bit during this Yelp town hall. And of course, have any of you heard the town hall? Nope, because Yelp didn't air it. They didn't post it on their page because they didn't like what I said. And what I said was, in my opinion, Yelp is predatory. They force you to do business with them, and they're parasitic. They suck upon you. Matter of fact, in my opinion, I called them bloodsuckers. And when I realized this, I started posting questions to the restaurant industry about Yelp and how they feel about Yelp. And I decided with my team that I was going to focus this entire podcast on Yelp and what our opinions of Yelp is, and why I believe that Yelp is a parasite upon our industry, a bloodsucker upon our industry, and should be perceived as an enemy to our industry. And let me tell you how this all started. See, I have a great team of people that work with me here in my offices, and one of our companies is Taffer's Tavern. And we, like everybody else, when we opened our restaurant, we went to do our Yelp stuff and and went through an amazing process. And I have here with me Jackie today, and Jackie is the content manager and social media manager for Taffer Companies. So Jackie does all the social media work that you see on my pages, does a very good job. Thank Thank you, you. Jackie. (laughs) 
And she also manages all the social media and a lot of the communications work that we do for our Taffer's Tavern restaurant franchise. And we reached out to Yelp, didn't we, Jackie? We did. And what happened? So just like any other business, you have to claim your page. If you leave it unclaimed on Yelp, then anyone can kind of run rampant and manage it how they want to. So you have to claim your business listing. So we did that as we normally would. So I'm going to interrupt you. So if you don't claim the page on Yelp that they make for your restaurant, then somebody else can control that page and make you look bad. Anyone can claim it pretty much. Or it'll remain unclaimed and then no one can manage it. So... Any reviews can be left on there. No one can do anything to it, but it will be it'll be unclaimed, and the restaurant wouldn't be able to manage it. So they put you on the site, and then they tell you how disadvantaged you are if you don't do business with them on their site. See, that's predatory to me. Mm-hmm. That's not a choice that we had. Mm-hmm. And then they did it in a way that holds me hostage to write checks to them. Right. So finish the story. So we get a Yelp representative on the phone and he was like, yeah, I'd love to take you through kind of the different upgrades. Immediately, the conversation felt sour to me because it immediately went into the only way for you to have a successful page is if you pay for X, Y, and Z. So there was no organic strategy on how you could improve your page. Everything was in order for me to show you how this page can operate at its best, then I need you to put in money and I need you to put in a card for these page upgrades. So they, so you asked Yelp, what are the services? What are the things you can do to the page? Right. And they said to you, I can't show you that until you give me a credit card. Right. So immediately that he goes, okay, I'll give you a demo, right? We have, we have all these upgrades. There's six to eight different upgrades you can put on your page. This will improve traffic, which will in turn improve business. So he goes, let me show you the demo. And he goes, the only way I can show you the demo is if you put your credit card in. And immediately I was like, that makes no sense. You don't have a demo set up that we can just watch that shows us what those upgrades are. You can't just walk us through it, point out on the screen where those are. Said, no, you have to put a card in in order for me to show it to you. But don't worry, no charge. There'll be no charge on your page. And we went back and forth five times. And I was like, fine. Finally, we put in a card because we wanted to see the different upgrades that we had. He walks us through all the upgrades on the page, finishes his call, and he's like, let me know if you guys are interested in any of this for you. Like, okay, great. We're not being charged, correct? We ask four more times. He says no. Lo and behold, on that card, there's a charge for $120 and then another charge for like an upward of $250 that were charged to that card. And he had promised that that wouldn't have happened. Once that happened, we now had these debts on the card and we I called Yelp probably 10 times to try to get that removed and it took two months before they removed any of the charges and said that because we had agreed because we had put the card in and done it ourselves they weren't going to remove the charges until probably the 10th person I talked to how many misrepresentations were you given during that process a whole bunch weren't you yeah a ton a ton So at the end of the day, we didn't do business with Yelp that way. We chose not to. Correct. And I have an interesting thing. In your opinion, your job is to manage the revenues of our company, Mm -hmm. all the communications and the flows. You're part of the marketing team of my brand. Right. And you're about as analytical as it gets, Jackie. You're an analytical nutcase. I love an Excel sheet. So do you think Yelp is a necessity for us? In my opinion... Just based on the climate and reviews and reputation management, I don't think that it's a necessity for businesses to be five stars on Yelp. I think that there's better platforms for that. So if I told you I have a budget of X amount of hours Mm -hmm. that I've slated for Yelp, Mm -hmm. do you want to use it on Yelp or do you want to use it someplace else? What's your answer? In my opinion, I say someplace else. Really? So you see no value in Yelp for us as a restaurant company? No, just based on the illegitimacy of a lot of those reviews and kind of the process. So after this terrible introduction to Yelp and kind of them pushing us around, once we did sign up, it went from $3 upgrades to $6 upgrades because now you had to upgrade in a bundle. You could no longer singularly pick anything. So before, because another interesting thing that you kind of touched on in the intro is that they literally will pick the worst photo that a customer puts on and use that as your profile picture. Yeah. So think about this. Here's what Yelp does to you. They put the worst picture they can of your restaurant on your page. Then they put the worst reviews mm-hmm. up on top. And then you have to pay them to put a better picture 
and to display better reviews. So if you don't pay them, they make your business look bad. Mm -hmm. They put up an unprofessional picture. They put up your worst reviews. So they hold, in my humble opinion, they hold the truth hostage. Mm -hmm. They hold the truth for ransom. Right. So they portray your restaurant as badly as they can if you don't pay them. That's my problem with Yelp is they are bloodsuckers who are sucking the industry that is struggling right now dry. And there's one story that somebody posted on a social media page that you showed me, Jackie, mm-hmm. of a gentleman who owns a family restaurant. And Yelp convinced him to pay $6 for his picture to be better and $2 for this and $6 for that. And this is per day or per week. It adds up. So the guy does that. And they move all of his good reviews to the top. Mm-hmm. The pandemic hits. This guy's struggling for his life. He can't pay Yelp. Overnight, the lousy picture goes up and the lousy reviews get pulled to the top. Mm-hmm. And this guy went out of business because of them. So that, to me, is the epitome of a parasite. Right. Someone who sucks the blood out of you and then leaves you to die. Mm-hmm. That's Yelp in my particular view. And what bothers me is that we as an industry should know this. We should avoid Yelp like the plague if we all stop writing them checks and we all tell our consumers, please give us a review on Google reviews rather than say, please give us a review on Yelp reviews. We can move as an industry all the consumers to Google reviews and we can move all of the industry to Google reviews. You know what I like about Google reviews? What? They don't screen them. They're all there. They're all there. There's no change in in how you display it or what you do it. It's just honest. They're also in chronological order, which is nice. So if the restaurant is running well, you can see it. You can tell. If it's not running well, you can see it. But the difference is Google is honestly portraying that restaurant in the eyes of the consumers who went there. Right. Yelp is portraying what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so against Yelp these days. And I, I am doing this podcast because I want the restaurant industry to understand. Jackie, at the end of the day, when you do all your analytics for Taffer's Tavern, which is a hugely successful million dollar restaurant in Alpharetta, Georgia, yep. uh, uh, we do a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We draw a lot of people through that restaurant. If we went off Yelp tomorrow, you think we lose any customers? Honestly, I really don't. In my opinion, I feel like, you know, we have over double the Google reviews, and our score is a whole point higher. Right. So how, to me, where where does that make sense? Why right. is it that we have, you know, you have all these reviews, right? Double what you have in the other thing. Why, why is our Google so much higher yeah. than our Yelp is? So I asked the industry, uh, and this is pretty common, Google reviews are always about a point higher than Yelp reviews. Mm. And the reason why is if your Yelp reviews are high, why do you have to spend any money with them? Right. So their aggregate, their quote Yelp sort or their algorithm, you know, inherently, and you can see it, compare any Google rating to any Yelp rating, and in almost every case, Yelp is about a point lower. Yeah. So if the sampling is larger with Google, right, and they have many, many more reviews, and their review is a point higher, how can the Google review be reasonable? It can't be. It's a smaller sampling. Right. And it's filtered by Yelp to serve Yelp. So send your customers to Google for reviews. Yeah. Focus on the Google reviews as a restaurant operator. They're honest and turn your back on Yelp. In my opinion, I think that's where we need to go. So for this podcast, I wanted Jackie to tell you this story, but I also wanted to talk to some other operators who have had similar stories because these stories are horrible. They've destroyed businesses. They've hurt families in my view. And I believe that Yelp has to be exposed as a predator and as a parasite. And I've dedicated this entire podcast to doing that. So I got some great stories that everybody needs to hear. When I come back, don't shut down this podcast. John Taffer will be right back. Corey, we got to talk about this company. Big ass fans, BAF we call them. They're all over the Vegas airport and restaurants, schools, gyms, military bases, everywhere around here. And it seems like you can't get away from them. And they don't just do big-ass fans. They're the best fans for your house and patio. And they even have these evaporative coolers that are perfect for places like Las Vegas and maybe where you are during the summer, too. If you haven't seen them, check them out. Go check the website. You'll never guess the name of the website, Corey. BigAssFans.com. So check it out, BigAssFans.com. Dot com. That's 
BigAssFans.com. So, you know, Corey, when I opened up Taffer's Tavern, I didn't want TVs with guys sitting behind desks all day. I wanted great video programming. So I chose Atmosphere TV. Atmosphere TV is home to 40-plus content channels, including their flagship channel, Chive TV. It's built for your business and proven to keep your customers sitting, eating, drinking, and spending more money. You can find Atmosphere in thousands of bars and restaurants nationwide, and their service remains 100% free for business use. So just text TAFFER to 474747 or head over to Atmosphere TV, atmosphere.tv, and use the discount code TAFFER to receive your device 100% free today. That's atmosphere.tv, atmosphere.tv. All righty. Well, this podcast is dedicated to what I call exposing Yelp. And, you know, I don't want to get sued. So uh, everything that I'm saying in this podcast is my personal opinion. Uh, The things that are going to be said by the people I'm speaking to today are their personal opinions. Uh, Nobody can be sued for an opinion. So this is an opportunity for us to be honest and share what our opinions are of what I believe is a parasitic enemy of the industry in Yelp. And the first call is Jared, who owns a simple Bagel by Jared's store. And he used Yelp to grow his brand and use their negative business model to their advantage. So I was really curious to hear what Jared had to say. So, Corey, hook him up for me. Hello? Jared. Yes. John Taffer here. How are you? I'm well, sir. How are you, John? Good. You know, thank you. Do you have a couple of minutes for me, Jared? I absolutely do. Let me walk away from my screaming one-year-old. Fine, I love you. Thank you. That's me thinking the what? And I've got some time. What's happening? Great. You know, I'm really focused on Yelp these days. And, and it's my personal opinion, Jared, that Yelp is a parasite upon the industry. And I've asked my producers to go out and find some other restaurateurs and business operators that have had experiences with Yelp that are worth exposing. And I understand you've had some. And I understand that you have a bagel shop. I absolutely shop. have some. I'd love to hear your story, buddy. I- I have a bagel shop. I uh, will put the word bagel in quotes. And I, uh, I, I requested at some point you look at our Instagram and Facebook to see what we truly are, uh, even though labeled a bagel shop. But yes, I have some, I have some experiences with Yelp and I'm happy to share. Please. Uh, so what I will start with, which is the kind of fun part is I know nothing about the food industry. Uh, I knew nothing. I just happened to create a bagel at home and decided at a certain point after a couple of years of making bagels and giving them out, that I was going to open my own shop. And I, as I was building my shop, and it was taking way longer than it should because I had no idea what I was doing, I was really excited to start getting on certain sites. Oh, uh, Yelp. I got signed up for Yelp. I told my wife, I'm, like, well, I'm on Yelp now. There's a, there's a Yelp for me. You know, I did pop-ups. So I was like, we can start getting reviews. We can, we can be a five-star on Yelp. And as I'm building the shop, and the shop's getting ready to open, Yelp calls me one day and starts asking me some questions. And they're extremely abrasive on the phone, and I'm shocked. I, I'm, my mind is blown to the point that I said, are you really from Yelp? Uh, you have to send me an email from a Yelp.com account, because I don't even believe you work there, because I could not believe that a company would operate this way. And they did. It was whatever the name was at Yelp.com. I said, what's going on here? Like, you have to advertise with us. I said, we're not open yet, and we've already got you know, 100 positive reviews from all these pop-ups. Well, little did I know, after that phone call, all the Yelp positive reviews started being deleted. And actually, they deleted every single review that was up there wow. at that point. So yeah. the minute they realized that you weren't going to do business with them, the whole look of your reviews on your page on their site changed. I had zero reviews at that point. Zero. Wow. Not one or two. Zero. Because they hide the reviews as well. There's yep. a, you keep scrolling down to this weird discolored button that anyone who knows the internet would say, no one's ever going to click on that. That's where you can see some hidden reviews. Yeah. The ones that they decided couldn't be there. So, so I was um, I came from a punk rock background. I was in the touring band before I opened my, my shop bagels by Darren Lassard. And I wasn't I wasn't gonna stand for this. I'm more of like, okay, against the man, let's let's go and I started doing some research on it 
And I basically learned that they operate uh, pretty much like the mafia does with an extortion type of deal. If you want your good reviews up, you pay them. And otherwise, the Yelp sort button is your negative review. Yeah, now if you talk to Yelp, and believe me, I've had some words with Yelp, they'll tell you that the algorithm that they use for your, your overall rating doesn't change whether you advertise with them or not. That's their position. I don't know if that's true or not. I can't speak to that, Jared. But one thing I can tell you is if you don't give them a check, the look of your reviews changes greatly. The bad reviews are put on top. The worst picture is used. Uh, uh, and everything is done to motivate you to do business with them because they make you look bad if you don't. Is that fair? 100% correct. And I, I've got to say that what you're doing for Yelp or, or what you're doing for small businesses to bring this attention to Yelp, I started my movement. I've only been open for a year. Okay, I opened three weeks before COVID. I have been a hashtag and Yelp slash hashtag Yelp sucks since I opened because I still damn the man. Don't, I'm not accepting it. I'm not okay with it. I don't care if I was a small guy or whatever. It's not okay. But to bring a voice to this, like you're doing is greatly appreciated and you should know that. And even my staff, when I found out that we were going to do this, was super stoked because it's crap. And the, the biggest problem is when I try to explain, and I do posts, I share as much as I can about ending Yelp. And, and I, I, you know, I don't like to end the business. I'm not part of the cancel culture. Every business should be able to thrive and do what mm-hmm. they're doing. But it's not just Yelp as the corporation, like their employees are fine doing it, right? So they're part of this problem as well. So I don't care if their employees lose their job. They're the ones threatening me on the phone to advertise that we're going to a negative review. So with all due respect, screw everyone over there, okay? Maybe some of their web designers, whether they're doing it overseas or here, I don't know, maybe maybe they don't deserve to lose their job, so they don't necessarily feel like what's going on, but it is, it's a, it is a terrible terrible it is the worst culture that i've ever seen in a business like that yeah, um, and also the sales reps turn over every month and they make promises to you did they promise that your ratings would change if you advertised on them i did not get any sort of promise that the advertising would change by any means i got told the algorithm story um which i said doesn't it just doesn't make any sense you just called me and told me i have to advertise i'm like look i'm still three weeks out from opening Right, and then COVID hits, and all of this different stuff, and now I'm changing the curbside from having this beautiful soda that I built for people to get through and move and yada yada. Like this is the last thing that I need, right. and it was it was super upsetting because I was so excited to be on Yelp. Right. Like I was I was stoked I was stoked when I when I was on Wait. I'm like you could type in my my Dago South name and find me on Wait. This is cool. I'm 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 becoming someone yeah. here. Right? And then and you realize that it was only her. it was only them trying to put their hands in your pocket. And, and this is why I'm doing this, Jared, and I appreciate you, buddy. You know, post-pandemic, our industry is struggling. And the last thing we need is a company uh, uh, that has what I believe are these tactics uh, 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 sucking the blood out of our industry, which I believe is what's happening. Anyway, Jared, I got a bunch of more stories to talk to people about, but I thank you very much for your time. And a lot of people are listening to this story now, and this is just one of many. But, Jared, would you ever do business with Yelp again? I would absolutely never give Yelp a dime of my money. And I'm smart enough to know that, but not every business is. So I really hope that people who are listening to this, and again, thank you, John, for doing this. I hope that people who are listening to this, especially the small mom and pop that have been around for 40 years and are scared of a company like Yelp, decide to say, F it. I'm punk rock enough and I can do this and I don't need Yelp. And screw it. And you can leave your review somewhere else. That's right. And we're, and a business can thrive quite well today without Yelp. Thanks, Jared. Good to no talk to you, Yelp. buddy. I'm not where I am because of Yelp. Thank yep. you, sir. Take care, buddy. Wow. That's just one story. And think about this, uh, uh, Corey. This is story after story after story after story. You wonder when a company has a reputation like a Yelp does. And the restaurant industry does not like Yelp, as is is apparent by the posts and and the thousands of comments that we've got from people the past few days since we've been on this topic. Absolutely. It's interesting that a company who serves the restaurant industry, who the restaurant industry clearly, in my opinion, does not like, still has a place in the stock market. (laughs) 
And it's interesting to me that investors haven't realized how volatile the Yelp model is, in my view. Yeah. And that if I was a shareholder or I was an investor in Yelp, in my opinion, I would say, wow, look at the marketplace. Look at the hostility in the marketplace. This company can't possibly sustain itself at a high value in this way. I would bail as an investor from that company in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. So uh, I find it interesting how the capital markets support a company like this that has such a bad reputation. Yeah, Maybe they're good at hiding it. Yeah, maybe they are, but uh, hopefully we're, we're exposing it today. So we have another call, Lori. Lonnie. Lonnie, gotcha. Let's connect Lonnie. Hello? Lonnie. Yeah. John Taffer here. How are you, buddy? Hey, John. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Great. Good to talk to you, man. Thanks for taking the time. Do you have a minute or two? Yes, sir. You know, I'm, I'm focused on Yelp today, and I know we called you earlier today to see if you were interested in talking to us. I understand you have a pretty good Yelp story to tell. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple and basic, but, uh, I mean, it's a little bit different perspective than the restaurant industry because um, I'm just a, a dog trainer, um, but it's kind of, it's kind of weird how they handled the situation. I'd love to hear the story. So in 2016, I started my own dog training business and I did a, um, a little add on through Wix where I built my website and it listed you all, your, your business information on sites like Yelp, Google automatically. And there was a, a bunch more of them. And so my business information got listed on Yelp. And they immediately started contacting me to spend uh, $300 on their advertising. Uh, at that point in the business, I was not ready for that yet. We were you know, barely making ends meet. And I was trying to do what I could organically to gain to book clients. And so Google, for example, Google got us organic clients. We didn't have to spend any money yet on any ads. And we started booking stuff. And then once we saw that Google was feasible, we started investing our money into it. Um, I never booked anything on Yelp. Uh, the sales calls got to be almost daily. And every time they would call us, we would ask them to stop soliciting. That if we decided we wanted to spend that money and go through with it, we would contact them. Um, that was went on for the first year. And... Finally, uh, I decided to try and pull my information off and they said that they could not take it down because it was public information. Uh, so I even went as far as to go into my profile and edit everything out where there'd be no identifying, you know, information on there and it would not save it. And they emailed me and said that, you know, it has to be legit information that we can't change it. So, they basically, once you're on there, you're on there. And they'll give you every excuse they can in the book to keep your information on there. When in reality, my point of view, it's a private company. You know, if they want to take your information down, they can. Um, with that being said, I'm not as limited with as far as the bad and fake reviews because out of since 2016, I booked one client from Yelp organically and got one review. So I don't get any of the weird, you know, like restaurant reviews, but so, it just, it's not worth money. And they kind of got a little hostile. It's like they leverage your information for you to spend money with them. Yeah. They put up the worst picture they can find, right? They portray you as badly as they can. And then you pay to portray yourself better. Right. Is that fair? Well, that's, not, that's not my experience. Cause all my photos are, are stuff that I uploaded, but, they will not let me delete my business profile off of their, they will not let me unlist it. Like I cannot remove my information from there. And I would like to, because I answer lead after lead, but I never know what it is. And like I said, uh, we book zero clients from there. I think I've had one since 2016 that we booked. So at the um, end of the day, at the end of the day, you dealt with all of these phone calls. You dealt with, you know, getting your, your imagery and all your data and everything on the site. You've dealt with the whole pain in the ass part of doing business with them. 
But at the end of the day, they've really had no impact on your business then, have they? They haven't delivered any clients to you other than one. Not organically, no. And and I'm not gonna I'm not willing to risk investing money into advertising like that that's not gonna produce you know, if they were organically giving me, you know, I, I was booking one client every other month at least yeah. from Yelp and getting a good review, I would consider it. Um, we were booking the majority of our clients through Google, and when we started paying, we started booking more to where I have a return on my investment. Yeah. I have money in now where I can reinvest into my marketing and I'm going to put my money where I'm getting my best results. Smart. And and Google lists every review you have. They list them chronologically. They don't mess with them. It is what it is. So if you do a good job, it shows that you did a good job. Right? Right. And we, we've, tried, we've tried investing on other social media platforms, and we don't feel like we get a good return on investment. Uh, honestly, Google, as much as I think that they have a – pretty big monopoly over all of this it's honestly it's the lesser of evils that actually produces results for us i agree i agree and just based on the numbers uh, a google is a far better investment for you that makes perfect sense so there we go it's interesting the first call that we had with jared he talked about how they really just pissed him off right and how at the end of the day he chose not to do business with them but yet lonnie just did his homework and realized i don't get any business from yelp I get my business from Google, so he put his money where where he's getting his best rate of return. And for him, Google was a lo- I mean, uh, for him, Yelp was a loser, obviously, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, whereas Google was a winner. Well, that's sort of the point of what we're talking about today. Okay, next caller's name is Lawrence, who owns a sub shop. This is Lawrence. Lawrence, John Taffer here. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you, buddy? Good, good. Well, I know you have a sub shop, and I know you've had some issues with Yelp, and this week's podcast is all about Yelp and the nightmares of Yelp. And I understand you got a story to tell me, buddy. I I do. And first, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for put in Yelp on blast for exposing Yelp. Just absolutely shut it down. My experience is I'm a food vendor slash caterer for local breweries in town. And I've been in operation for just under a year. And with the pandemic and shutdowns, it's been a bit of a challenge, but all in all, it's going well. Created a Yelp page about three or four months ago. Immediately got phone calls hey, just want to tell you about the services we offer. And I figured it out pretty quickly what they were doing. I worked in phone sales for eight years. Rejected it. That's okay. No, thanks. Fast forward a month or so ago, I got two five-star reviews. And John, I felt so proud. I posted the screenshots on my Instagram page. I said, this is awesome. This is what it's all about. Boy, I got to interrupt you for a second, Lawrence, because what you said is so powerful. You work your butt off. You put your life savings in your business. You open your business during a pandemic, buddy. I mean, every odd is against you. You open it in spite of the pandemic. You get it going. You get two five-star reviews. You go home that night feeling freaking terrific, right, buddy? It's working. I'm there, right? Then what happens? I felt great. Then what happens? I felt great. About 48 hours later, John, those reviews, Disappeared. Both of them gone. Like what? And so I did research and discovered if you scroll to the very bottom, there's this tiny, tiny section of reviews currently not recommended. I this makes zero sense. So I called Yelp, spoke with a representative there, something along the lines of what they said was, well, we have this algorithm and this software. We want to make sure that there are quality reviews and blah, 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 blah. Very confusing. So I did more research on other local companies on their Yelp pages around town. Scrolled all the way. Mind you, I knew nothing about this little section at the bottom, reviews currently not recommended. Mm -hmm. Looked up other local companies around town for their reviews currently not recommended. Lo and behold, overwhelmingly, five-star reviews. (laughs) The crappy reviews, 
one star, two star reviews, oh, we'll leave that wide out in the open for the public to see. And I came across other companies that publish their experiences, whether it's articles or YouTube, what have you, the pay to play, so to speak. Example, I'm X company. I paid for Yelp advertising services. All my reviews were out there in the open. Finally decided, you know what, I'm, I'm good, moving on, going to shut down paying Yelp. All of a sudden, their ratings go down, not necessarily because they got more bad ratings, so to speak, but they took a significant portion of the five-star reviews and put them in the currently not recommended section. Now, You're Yelp, right, John. Now, Yelp I'll, is going to say that go they didn't change your score. They're going to say that the algorithm... For those who advertise and who doesn't, that gives you the 3.8 or 4.0, whatever you have, is the same for people who advertise and who don't advertise. I don't know the answer to that, Lawrence. I can't tell you if it is or not, but I can tell you this. If you don't advertise, the good reviews disappear. And if people read, let's say, a 3.8 review, and then they look at the box where the reviews are, and they see three or four negative reviews, they're not going to go. But if it's a 3.8 review and they look in that box of the reviews and there's three or four positive reviews on top, they are going to go. So the way Yelp portrays your business, even with the same review score, causes people to come or not to come. That's why I call them, in my opinion, they're bloodsuckers, buddy. Right? They're sucking the blood out of our business. And rather than giving you the benefit of the doubt, and say, you know what, this guy got a lot of five-star reviews, you know, uh, 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 he deserves them. What they do is they give the bad reviews the benefit of the doubt, but they don't give the good reviews the benefit of the doubt until you pay them. And that's why, in exactly. my, that's why in my view, Yelp is predatory, and then they're parasitic because they suck upon you every day. And then at the end of the day, they don't even really deliver that many leads. So, Lawrence, I'm guessing you don't do business with Yelp now, do you? No, it's a sick, twisted game. I don't have the time or the energy, John, to give a damn anymore. Yeah, I hear you, it's buddy. hard enough. It's hard enough running a business baseline. You know this. You run your own when you're starting out your own accounting department, your own marketing, customer service. If I, and I'm only speaking for myself, if I allowed myself to be emotionally invested in Yelp, you would essentially be adding a Yelp department to all the other stress levels that you have to deal with baseline. <laughs> it's a joke. It Thank is. you for calling them out, John. My pleasure, buddy. So in your opinion, should we as a restaurant industry turn our back on Yelp and discourage our customers from from uh, using Yelp reviews? Is that your belief? 100%. Yeah. And in fact, if any time that a customer comes up to me and says, you know, hey, Lawrence, this, this was really, really good. I'm going to leave you a Yelp review. I'll stop them and say, Thank you so much. If you don't mind, could you leave it on Google instead? <laughs> Just go ahead and put it on Google. Yep. I don't have time. Turn our back. They need us, Yelp does, as much as the customers look at Yelp and say, okay, let's make our decision yeah. based on that. If we all turn our backs on them, they're finished. That's right, and I think that's what needs to happen. Lawrence, thank you, buddy. Listen, you're obviously a winner, bud. I mean, you've opened up your business during the pandemic. You're doing well. Hats off to you. I wish you continued success. And uh, what's the name of your shop? It's LT's Pretzel City Subs. So it's hot subs on uh, homemade pretzel hoagie rolls. Wow. Give us a website so people can look you up. Well, I'm on Instagram at LTS Pretzel City. Uh, we're based in Livermore, California. Great. Um, anybody so in that going, area? It's going really well. Anybody in that area? What's let's that? support anybody who's in the area who's listening. Let's support Lawrence uh, and his business. He's a good guy, uh, and I appreciate your time, buddy. Thanks so much. Thank you, John. Appreciate you. Take care, buddy. Wow. You know. I think I could do this podcast, Corey, for weeks. You I mean, can. when when you put when you posted, you know, what did people have bad stories to tell about Yelp? We got thousands. I mean, I can't possibly talk to all of these people. It's unbelievable. It is. And has anybody called us and said you're wrong? Yelp is great. No, I've been trying to find like get both sides of the story from from business owners, and yeah. not one person has called in. There is no good side to this story, is there really? I don't think so, no. Yeah, that's what's unbelievable, and it's shocking to me. And again, I say in my opinion, 
that a business like this can survive this long. And, you know, I think the restaurant industry needs to, to pull itself together, communicate a little more with each other and together. Uh, we need to, to, in my view, we need to make Yelp irrelevant. Yeah. And maybe this podcast is the beginning of doing that. Alrighty, our next call is with a hotel owner who will give us another completely different perspective. Hello? Jake. How's it going? Good. John Taffer here. How are you, buddy? Doing well. How are you? Good, thanks. Well, nice to talk to you. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. You know, I'm focused on Yelp big time uh, to the point that I have dedicated my entire podcast this week to restaurant and retailers. Uh, we had a dog trainer, a uh, sandwich shop, a restaurant tour, a number of different businesses to talk about, you know, what they think about Yelp and how their Yelp experiences have gone. I was really eager to talk to you as a hotel guy to get your perspective on this, Jake. So you've had some issues with Yelp. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, uh, I was in Moab, Utah. I'm not sure if you're familiar with their sure. huge, huge tourist town. Yep. Um, there's about 5,000 residents that live there, but Jeep Safari is there. One of the biggest, you know, Jeep things. There's, there's car shows, all sorts of stuff that, uh, that go on. And so we see, you know, thousands and thousands of guests come through there every week. So what, tell me your Yelp story. So, um, focusing on, I, I went out to, uh, to Moab to, uh, to just help out. Actually, I ended up being the GM of, a of a restaurant and a bar, kind of like a sports bar out there. Um, it had been around for 25 years. It was the, the first brewery in Moab and, uh, kind of did like a little bit of a restaurant rescue, as you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, it was, it was very hard to, uh, to work with Yelp and, and get things up. Um, so I, I did two businesses out there actually, but it just seems like Yelp wants you to pay. And when you don't pay, you get the negative things first or the brand new businesses that do pay get put in front of you that you've got hard earned reviews, you know, and, and time and dedication going in those just get pushed by the wayside if you don't pay. So in other words, let's say you've been open for years and let's say for conversation's sake, you got a couple of hundred positive reviews, but you're not paying Yelp. So they're pushing those reviews to the bottom, right? Or they're putting them in a non-recommended section so people don't see them. So now another hotel opens down the street. He's brand new. He pays Yelp. He gets all of five reviews because he's so new. And all five of his five-star reviews are sitting right on top of his list because he's paying. Absolutely. I, I have a, a story that's very similar that's uh, on my list here. You know, um, I went and opened a new business. Um, they came in and tried to buy our business and ended up opening it up. And I went over there and, and did their bar for them. Um, we had about a total of 35 reviews. We received a one-star review, which happened to be a new Yelp user. It's our first review ever. Yelp just happens to call a week later and says, hey, would you like to uh, pay for our services? We can boost you up and everything's going to look great and we'll get you rocking and rolling. Well, after that, when we said, no, you know, we're a new business, we're new to the area, we, you know, it's not in the funding right now, you know. We, uh, we can look at it. A week later, they put this one-star review as the recommended review. Because they're not showing you reviews that, right. that pop up in a timeline or a time right. frame. You're not seeing who ate there last night. It could be five years ago. But until you pay for that, that's when they put these elite Yelpers, the, the people that have 1,200 reviews under their belt, you know, that's when they start throwing those up there. So it's interesting then, Jake. When you didn't pay them, they made your business look bad, didn't they? Absolutely. And they made and let, let me continue. And they made your business look worse than it is. So if Absolutely. you don't, so if you don't pay them, they portray you badly, and they force you into paying them. So if I were to tell you that I, in my view, Yelp is a parasite, would you agree with that? 
Absolutely. And in my book, it's, I mean, they're almost scammers. Yeah. You don't get to pick if your business is on Yelp or not. It just goes on Yelp. And then if you pay them, you look good. And if you don't, you don't. Yeah. I wish more consumers knew this, Jake. You know, too many consumers go to their site and think that there's some equity on that site. But there isn't. Those who pay look better than those who don't. And consumers don't often know that. So all we can do as an industry, buddy, is turn our backs on Yelp, as you have and I have. But we got to spread the word. we got to make consumers know that Google Reviews is more honest. The current ones are on top. There's you know no algorithm that's going to skew your scores one way or another or skew the way people see your reviews one way or another. And I think that we as an industry need to speak up, and that's what I'm trying to do now. And I think your experience is not untypical at all, Jake. Yeah, I mean, um, it went from one business in the city to the, the next one that we tried opening, you know, an established business for 25 years to a brand new one, and same outcomes happen. Yeah, yeah. This is their MO, and they're sort of holding the truth hostage in my view. But, Jake, thank you for sharing uh, your story, buddy. And, and anybody who's never been to the Moab area of Utah should, and the Canyonlands and that whole area, it's one of my favorite parts of the country. I come up there quite often. And those who it's, haven't it's seen beautiful. it— yeah, it is unbelievably magnificent. So you live in a wonderful place, buddy. Thanks for your time and be well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, John. You have a great day. You Thanks too, for everything Bye-bye. you do. Thanks. Bye-bye. All righty. Our next guest, my kind of guy, is a bar owner, Ryan. I want to hear what happened to him with Yelp. Hello? Ryan. Yes, sir. John Taffer here. How are you, buddy? Good to talk to you. I'm great. Good. Where are you now? I'm in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, at uh, the one uh, bar I have that's the more locals bar on the highway. Gotcha. So you're, you're out in Delaware on the East Coast. Well, uh, great. You know, I've been beating on Yelp the past week, and the stories that I've I heard, love it. Ryan, are just unbelievable, man, the horror stories that I've heard. And I've come up yeah. with my own opinion, and my opinion is that Yelp is predatory, parasitic they're a parasite upon the industry in my view and i almost think that yelp is somewhat of a blood sucker upon our industry so i've sort of made it my mission these next couple weeks uh, starting with dedicating my whole podcast to this topic this week and a lot of time on social media to expose yelp so that the industry and consumers understand how unfair their business practices are compared between those who pay and those don't and that the consumer doesn't quite understand that, Ryan, right? They look on the page and they think it's all fair and, and equal, but in fact, it's not. I'd love to hear your Yelp experience. Um, I, I typically have a, a theory of responding to every review there is on uh, Google and, and Facebook, but when it comes to Yelp, it seems like if you don't submit a correct photo, it gets rejected. So when it came to Yelp, I just stopped responding and stopped even acknowledging them. I even tried... Um, saying you don't, you know, you don't have authority to use my likeness, my image, my logo, et cetera. Um, apparently, there's a, a court ruling on that. The, you know, one of the ones that happened, you know, with the rules we had from uh, the COVID shutdowns and everything was uh, that, you know, you couldn't dance in the state of Delaware. That was a thing. It was like that in a lot of places too. Yep. But the, uh, you know, we had people that wouldn't listen. They got thrown out. They um, shattered a glass door on their way out. There was an arrest involved, and all eight of them put one-star reviews and fabricated stuff, and it was quite obvious it was fabricated. Mm-hmm. Contacted Yelp, even quoted the uh, complaint number from the local police department, and still it did not meet the standards, or it didn't violate their standards of, of the reviews that they put in. And I was like, gosh, it's just unbelievable what what is going in, and so think about that. So yeah. the five-star reviews go to the not recommended section, and your bad reviews went right on top, didn't they, in, in the top of your list? Correct. And the only Correct. way you could take those reviews and get them to the bottom of the list is how? Write them a check. They, they call me about once a week. Write them a check. And, hey. So yep. isn't it interesting that, that they determine that your the low ratings are worthy, but the high ratings don't match their algorithm. You know what else is interesting, and, Ryan, to me, is if you go to Google, I bet your Google ratings, I bet are a point higher than your Yelp ratings, aren't they? That's just what I was going to say, is my Google ratings are so much higher. 
And that's because Google ratings are honest, right? They're chronological. They all appear. It's also a much bigger sampling of reviews. So if I, if you're getting a 4.5 or a 5 on Google based upon their sampling size and the fact that it's unfiltered, that's a pretty powerful group of data to give you that score. But yet when I go to Yelp, it's a smaller sampling base. Then they reduce it even less with their algorithm, right? They, they discount a bunch. So it becomes a much smaller sampling, and they choose what they put on display with a financial motivation. So if you have a 1,000 five-star reviews and four one-star reviews and you don't pay them, when I look at the reviews, what's, what am I going to see on top? The bad ones. All the negative so and and uh, so I'm sorry, I was going to say the anonymous people on Yelp, where Google actually has their full names as well. So I don't even know if it's a real person. Right. So there's a lot more integrity to the Google site. So obviously, you For don't sure. do business with Google as a bar operator. Would you suggest that any bar do? Um, I don't have any problems with Google. A lot of people use. No, no. Google, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I asked that wrong. I asked that wrong. Right. I'm talking about Yelp. I have no problem with Google. Right. Either, by the way, I think Google is honest and fair. Everything is listed. They tell you who it is. Uh, I think Google reviews are probably the best in the business. I'm referring to Yelp. Yes, sir. Would you recommend to yeah. any bar operator that they do business with Yelp? No, that's why I reached out to you. I thought if John Tapper's on this, this is our best shot as restaurateurs and barners that we have to do something about it. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. You know, buddy, thanks for your and story. Appreciate it. What's the name of your bar? Thank you very much. Uh, I have two, Conk Island, Key uh, West Bar and Grill in Rehoboth Beach, and then I have the Hideout Arcade Bar also in Rehoboth Beach. Well, many listeners that are listening to this, support Ryan's bar, buddy. Go out there, spend a few dollars, and have a good time. Ryan, nice to talk to you, buddy. Absolutely. Great talking to you. Thank you, sir. Take care. But I find it interesting, out of a quest people... We have received thousands and thousands of comments from people who hate Yelp, believe Yelp is dis- dishonest in their opinions, uh, and, and I'm not venturing a, a, a personal judgment one way or the other. You can go ahead and make that judgment yourself. But I find it interesting that if I really called and did a post about any product that serves the restaurant industry, Corey, I'm thinking about it, glassware, delivery services, uh, uh, technology companies, kitchen equipment companies, furniture companies. If I did a post of any company I can think of that serves the restaurant industry, I would tend to get positive comments, maybe some yeah, negatives. Absolutely. Yelp is the only company I can think of that the restaurant industry feels this way about. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find one positive comment about this company in the entire restaurant industry, but yet the industry does business with them. And I can't understand that. And I wonder if we just do it methodically and don't think about it. And I hope this podcast has made people think. You know, money is tough. And the dollars that you have have to create a result. And if you don't get a result, there's no point to Yelp. And if Yelp is going to paint your business badly in a poor light, if you don't pay them, then it's to your advantage to send everybody you know to a site other than Google, other than Yelp, isn't it? Yeah. So I know that when I talk to any consumer, I'm going to send them the Google reviews. Whether it's my restaurant or somebody else's, I know they're going to get a fair shake at Google reviews. Would you tell a friend to go to Yelp and make a buying decision at Yelp, Corey? Absolutely not. Would you have done that before this podcast? I want to say, yeah, I feel like I would. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really know. That's my point. See, consumers don't know this stuff. Right. They think it's apples to apples. And that this restaurant, you know, has a shitty interior. That's why the picture's so bad. Whereas this restaurant has a great interior. That's why the picture's so good. And one guy's paying and the other guy's... They make you think that it's a fair comparison, but it's not. That's my issue with Yelp. To tell you the truth, if this is Yelp's business model, and if this is what they want to do, that you pay, your page looks better. You pay, your good reviews go to the top. You pay, you get better photographs. You pay, you pay, you pay, you get all this stuff. I'm fine with that if the consumer knew. Yeah. But Yelp doesn't make it a point to let the consumer know that. Not at all. They're all about extracting cash from the restaurant industry. So they've made no effort to let the consumer understand what these differences are, in my view. And that's the problem with Yelp. So I think Yelp's relationship with the restaurant industry, in my view, is a bloodsucker parasitic relationship for sure. But in my opinion... View's relationship with the consumer is completely dishonest. 
In my view, the average consumer goes to Yelp thinking that they're at a site of honesty to look at an honest portrayal of a business. And in fact, that's not the case. When they visit Yelp, they're looking at what a business paid for compared to what a business didn't. And consumers don't know that. So again, you know, I think the restaurant industry has one opinion of Yelp. We think it's worthless, et cetera. But Yelp can do what they want. If they want to charge me for a better picture, God bless them. Let them charge me for a better picture. But let the consumer know. Let the consumer know. And if the consumer knew how dishonest the portrayals are on Yelp between those who pay and those don't, consumers wouldn't be going to that site anymore. That's my point about Yelp. So we as restaurateurs, we as business owners, we need to spread the word in my view. We need to make certain that the consumer understands that if you want a fair review, Yelp is not the place to get it, in my opinion. And if you agree with that opinion, then spread the word. Let's together discredit Yelp to the point that people understand what it truly is. I'm not suggesting we be dishonest. I'm suggesting we put forth our opinions with integrity. We've heard stories today about Yelp doing some pretty terrible things. We've heard about bad sales tactics. I know I've heard about turnover. You get a call from a new rep every week, right? This turnover. These sales reps make promises that they're not supposed to make, including that your scores will go up if you do these things. Yelp will say that's not the case, but their salespeople still say it, in my view. So we have a problem as an industry. We have consumers looking at a website thinking that our businesses are being portrayed evenly and honestly when they're not. And we as an industry need to speak up, in my view, and make sure that that's known. And if we as an industry really let the consumer know what the difference between Yelp and Google reviews are, I believe everybody's going to go to Google reviews. Aren't you going to go to Google reviews now? absolutely. I'm deleting Yelp app right now. I'm watching him. (laughs) He actually has his phone up right now, and he is deleting the Yelp. You know what, Corey? I hope you're the first of many. And we as an industry need to speak up. We need to let people know that there is not an honest portrayal on Yelp in my view. In my view, Yelp is a parasitic, blood-sucking predator of our industry. And I believe that we should do everything we can to stop writing them checks, challenge their business model, let the public know the differences between those who pay and don't. And maybe we can shame the Google executives to doing the right thing, which is either changing their business model or at least telling the consumer what that business model is. I think that's what needs to happen. So when I finish up this podcast, I hope, and you might be surprised to hear this, I hope the Yelp executives are listening because I did a Yelp town hall last week and talked about a lot of great industry stuff. I talked about promotions that'll work, Corey. I spoke about marketing plans that'll work. I talked about how the industry needs to make certain key steps to get out of the pandemic correctly. I talked about the challenges of the supply side of our industry now and what we can do about that. I talked about the challenge that our industry is having with regard to human resources and employees and how we're going to deal with that. So I gave an hour sort of seminar workshop as a Yelp town hall to educate our industry. And it was filled with great stuff, Corey, some of my best. It was, yeah. But in the middle of that podcast, I was asked a question in the Yelp town hall. And I gave an answer to that question honestly. I said, and the Yelp executives were on the call, on the town hall, I said, I think Yelp is a parasite. You know, I think that they're a predator. And as soon as I spoke up about Yelp, all the good that I did in that seminar was never published. You see, if Yelp said we care about the industry, John said a lot of great things about the industry, and he said some bad things about us. Let's delete what he said about us, and let's put up the town hall with all the good stuff that he did because that'll help the industry. But Yelp didn't do that, did they, Corey? No, they freaked out. They freaked (laughs) out, and they didn't post the town hall at all. So Yelp again served Yelp, not the restaurant industry. They didn't give you the information that I gave them. They didn't put forth the seminar and the educational elements and the marketing plans and the promotional plans and the supply side and all of the effort that I put in to help my industry never made the airwaves because I said I don't like Yelp. That's Yelp. Yelp is focused on Yelp, not our industry. We need to focus on our industry and ourselves. Look, this is a difficult time for us all. We're fighting with supply-side problems, labor problems, profitability problems. Heck, food costs are up sometimes 100%. How do we make money that way? So we're challenged. 
Every dime matters right now. We need results. Google Reviews delivers those results. We heard it from several callers today. We need fairness. Google Reviews provides that fairness. So if we need those things to survive as a business, I'm turning my back on Yelp. I'm telling you right now, I will never do business with that company in any way, shape, or form. And I hope my industry follows, because in my opinion, parasites need to be squished. That'll do it for this week's everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this very, very important podcast. And I want to end by saying one thing. I'm not against Yelp. I'm for my industry. I'm for the people that work in this industry. I'm for those who have been so challenged this year to make it through this pandemic year. And I am so fucking offended at what Yelp has done to these people that it's caused me to have this podcast. Thanks, everybody. Do me a favor. Consider deleting your Yelp app if you can, because in my opinion, parasites need to be squished. Talk to you all next month. Bye-bye. Subscribe to the John Tapper Podcast right now.